Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the uh, podcast today. We're going to talk about a very critical topic facing our nation today, and a topic which is generating a considerable amount of discussion, controversy, debate, and even deliberation at the level of the Supreme Court. Abortion. Abortion. That's my topic. You know, we can approach this in many different ways, but um, here's what I did recently. I wrote a letter to President Biden regarding this issue of abortion. Now, he is probably the most favorable abortion president that we've ever had, ever. He advocates strongly for abortion. He delights in the abortion experience. One doesn't know why that's the case. He's Catholic. He's got to live with a tremendous amount of guilt and what we call cognitive dissonance. That is, he acts one way, but states that he believes in a very different, almost the opposite way. So whenever you have a disconnect between how you behave and how you believe, we call that cognitive dissonance, and that's associated with high levels of anxiety, high levels of guilt, high levels of shame, high levels of embarrassment, high levels of um, wanting to be in the shadows and not wanting to be seen because people don't respect those that have a disconnect between what they say and what they do. For years and generations, we have encouraged people to act as they talk and talk as they act. Well, that's not the case today. Certainly, it's not the case with Mr. Biden. It's not the case with many congressmen and many legislators and politicians across the nation, at the federal level, the state level, and city level, and so on, and the general population, if you will. So this issue of abortion is really a hot item, and it's one that causes a great deal of controversy and causes a lot of people grief. So what I did is I uh, put together a little letter drawing upon some quotes of Mother Teresa and uh, put together a letter and I sent it off to Mr. Biden. And um, now I've done this many times, right to president. I don't know if they ever get the letter, but I know that somebody along the line gets it and reads it and then chooses not to share it with him or chooses to do that. So somebody reads the letter, I don't know who, but somebody. So I'm affecting somebody's life. I'm affecting somebody's thinking on the matter, but I may never know who. But I just know that somebody has to open that letter and read the content. So here is my letter to Mr. Uh, Biden, dear President Biden. As you know, comma, Mother Teresa spoke with moral authority. President Bill Clinton, I am sure, still trembles when he recalls the when he recalls the words of Mother Teresa spoken directly to him. She stated, Stop killing these children and give them to her. The letter goes on to say this. Towards the end of her life, as you know, she was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. In her speech to that great and wealthy audience, she expressed expressed truth in these words. If a mother can kill her own child, what is left for me to kill you and you to kill me? There is nothing between us. She went on to state, Nations who have legalized abortion are the poorest of nations. Mother Teresa, to that great audience, finalized her remarks in these words, It is that unborn child that recognizes the presence of Jesus when Mary came to visit Elizabeth, her cousin. We read in the Gospels, The moment Mary came into the house, the little one in the womb of his mother leaped 
with joy, recognizing the Prince of Peace. Mother Teresa goes on and states this, When Mother Teresa was invited to speak before the National Prayer Breakfast in Washington, D.C. recently, she underscored these words, But I feel that the greatest destroyer of peace today is abortion. Because Jesus said, If you receive the little ones, you receive me. So every abortion is the denial of receiving Jesus. It is the neglect of receiving Jesus. Now Mother Teresa is no longer with us. She died just a couple years back. And um, has received some of the highest recognition within the Catholic Church. She was a spokesperson for abortion. Probably more than any person in the Catholic Church. And probably any more, more than anybody in the whole nation. She was known to speak on this issue, but the church remains abortion-driven. The church remains abortion-friendly. The Catholic population remains friendly, abortion-friendly. The Protestant church remains abortion-friendly to a large degree. So what's wrong here? What's going on here? The leaders of the church are not grappling with this issue. They're not taking time to think it through. So an article just came to my attention on this, and let me uh, share it with you. Um, every once in a while, as you know, the Catholic bishops meet for their biannual General Assembly. Okay, that's every other year. And uh, they conduct business. And they address matters of concern to the church. This year, while that was going on, a pro-life group known as the Students for Life of America gathered outside the Roman Catholic cathedrals in seven different cities. The group held rallies urging the bishops to address the scandal of radical pro-abortion politicians receiving the sacrament of communion. There we go. Miss Pelosi, number one. And right on down the line, the Catholic politicians. Chuck Schumer, President Biden, the group, Students for Life of America, held rallies um, addressing this matter, and um, they wanted to make sure that the bishops addressed the issue. Now, the president of the Student for Life of America is Kristen Hawkins. She spoke at one of the events, by the way. Remember the seven different cathedrals where they met? She spoke at one of them. She said this, Today, the pro-life generation is asking the leaders of the, Amer of the Catholic Church to practice what it preaches. Hawkins went, went on to say, and we're asking, that every sing we're asking that also of every single denomination. This is not a Catholic matter. This is a Christian matter. This is a matter of faith. This is a matter of religion. This is a matter of belief. This is a matter of putting together your belief and your behavior coordinating them, not having a disconnect, not having that um, disconnect where you believe one way and you behave another. She went on to say this, we're here to debate the Catholic Church teaching on the matter. The Church teaches the absence of abortion, but they practice otherwise. Supporting the murder of innocent children is incompatible with the faithful practice of Catholicism and Protestantism. Now we just need our Catholic leaders and our Protestant leaders to act like it. And let me add the Jewish leaders 
Let me add the Mormon leaders. Let me add the Seventh-day Adventist leaders. Let me add the um, Jehovah Witness leaders, etc. Now, it's anticipated that the bishops that are carrying on this dialogue now during this bicentennial uh, discussion will, in fact, bring up the matter of abortion as it relates to the politicians, and then they will come out with a statement in the future, maybe six months from now. But we all need to keep our eye on that. We all need to keep watching to see what they have to say and how they're going to deal with this issue. It's critical. You see, here's the point. Politicians are leaders. People look to politicians. People follow right or wrong, whether they're good or bad. That's what people do. So why not have the politicians line up in a pro-life agenda and stop this pro-death agenda that now prevails? And there we are. Let us come together and let us rethink this matter of probation of, of abortion in our own life, in our own personal experience, in our own personal house of worship, in our own personal homes, in our own personal social relationship, circle of relationships. The big issue, it's a tough issue, but it's one that we've got to bring together. You've, we've got to get our thinking, our faith aligned with our behavior. And this is just one area. There's a lot of areas where we are disconnected between our faith and our thinking and our values on one hand and our behavior on the other. There's a lot of places we disconnect. But here's a good starting point. Let's get it together. Let's believe and act in a coordinated, consistent, and unified manner on the issue of abortion, on the issue of pro-life, on the issue of celebrating life, and celebrating the opportunity to provide life, to give life, and to be life. That's our opportunity. That's our challenge. It's your challenge. Promote it within your family. Promote it within your church. Promote it within your community. Promote it within your clubs. Promote it within your friendships. Talk about this matter. It's before the Supreme Court. We're going to be hearing more about it. It's not only before the Catholic bishops in their bicentennial discussions, not it is there, but it's also within the Supreme Court, and they're going to be discussing it this year. You better be on top of it. You better be thinking about it. You better have an answer. You better have your own position understood and clear, because it's coming your way. Hey, thanks for joining me, and um, see you again next time. Bye for now.